He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. All right, we are here. It's Friday morning, in case I forget. Be nice to the tourists for crying out loud. Be nice to the tourists. And you know what? There were, uh, seems like uh, quite a few of them on the road this morning. Um, I had a little bit of a, it took me a little bit of a wait to uh, get out onto 290, to turn left onto 290 this morning. So uh, just show some patience, please. And... Um, there you go. We've got a great show lined up for you today. First of all, uh, we're going to finish up the last few minutes of the Joe Goodson interview. I got some uh, comments on that yesterday. I appreciate the positive comments on that. And so we're going to finish up the uh, last, uh, I, I believe it may have been four or five minutes, four minutes of the Joe Goodson interview I did yesterday. He's an English teacher, um, has been teaching English here in Texas. He's now 13 years I also know Joe from our uh, engagements at the state convention, and uh, we have um, met each other there over a couple of conventions, and uh, so it's just interesting to hear the uh, a discussion with an English teacher who is actually in the classroom right now, and what the uh, uh, some kind of uh, group association of. Uh, English Teachers National Association of Teachers of English. Um, that is, um, uh, they have put out a very bizarre recommendation that says, really, y'all just need to quit teaching English. And uh, so anyway, that was the Joe Goodson interview. We're going to play the last part of it. If you missed the first part, you can go to Hill Country Patriot and uh, listen to yesterday's show, or I have it posted up now on numerous podcast uh, podcast sites just search for The Matt Long Show. Um, and then also, I had a great visit with Rick Green yesterday afternoon. He's a very busy man, so getting him on live, I have found out over the years, is very difficult. And so we've had him on the program a couple of times, and uh, but they're pre-recorded. So um, anyway, that is uh, going to be at the bottom of the hour. I think you'll uh, enjoy hearing from Rick Green. But let's get to your calendar tomorrow in Kimball County. Uh, the Republican women are um, have uh, Seth Keschel. This is a ticketed event, uh, likely a fundraiser. I believe the tickets were $50. Um, but anyway, you need to look that up. You can go to your Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter that you got on Monday and your email, and uh, there will be information on how and where you can get your uh, tickets uh, to the Kimball County Republican Women event tomorrow night with Seth Keschel. On Wednesday, the 13th, the Kerr County Kerrville Christian Chamber of Commerce uh, will be having their meeting, um, and I'll give you the start with the details on that on Monday. On Thursday, the 14th, Fredericksburg Tea Party is regular monthly meeting will uh, take place. We have a panel from uh, Texas Scorecard. Actually, Aaron Anderson, who uh, writes for the Scorecard, is going to be in the studio with us next Wednesday. 
Um, on the 17th, the Patriot Academy event with Rick Green, Brad Stein, Kirk Cameron. Um, in fact, that is what Rick and I are talking about today on this interview you're going to hear shortly. Then the uh, 18th, uh, the Kirk County Patriots, Monday the 18th, Thursday the 21st, the Preppers, Saturday the 30th, uh, there is going to be an expo, a Preppers Expo. And then, of course, Friday the 22nd, Friday the 22nd is the annual Fredericksburg Tea Party Boots and Barbecue 2023 with special guest Charlie Kirk. Um, along with Rick Green, who's going to be there. That is going to make it great. And then also, let's see, um, Huffines, Don Huffines, who ran our live auction uh, last year. And uh, there was uh, we had a blast doing it. He had a blast. I think he invited himself back to run the uh, live auction this year. He had so much fun. Um, but we're going to have a stage full of great people for the annual Fredericksburg Tea Party Boots and Barbecue on Friday the 22nd. That takes place at the Y.O. The Y.O. Hotel and Conference Center here right in Kerrville. And uh, they're not paying me for this, but I have to tell you, not only has the Fredericksburg Tea Party used them for a number of events and had amazing uh, success and results working with the people at Y.O., um, we have also recommended other groups who have now gone to the Y.O. and uh, after our after the Tea Party experience with them and have found out that the Y.O. is actually an amazing when it comes to service um, and helping you out with your event and setting up your room. Those folks, I'm telling you what, they go over backwards. I can't think of a single complaint in the years we've had working with the Y.O., hotel and conference center so please tell them if you go in there say matt long said this you guys are awesome um and uh get them to help you plan your next event they have uh, small rooms large rooms all kinds of goodies there and again they're not paying me for this this is i am volunteering this information freely and then way on out uh there is a um and i got this from uh carla solomon um, the uh, there's going to be an uneclipsed concert on October 14th at uh, Flat Rock Park, and um, I'll bring you more information on that if you as we get closer. But if you want to have a family event on uh, uh, for this a uh, uh, the October eclipse, this would probably be one of your good options. So that's your calendar. I, uh, if it's more than a week out, we uh, don't give you all the details. Just get them on your calendar. And then as we get closer, I'll give you all the, um, give you all the details. Um, here we go. Let's uh, give you some words of wisdom from Ben Franklin. And uh, let's see what we have to st- he had to say today. Um, He says, Ben Franklin said, and this is in 1738, he says, if you have wit and learning, all right, so you're a a witty guy and uh, you've uh, got some education, what you need to add to it is wisdom and modesty. If you have wit and learning, add to it wisdom and modesty. Amen. Amen. Thank you, uh, Ben Franklin, for those words of wisdom. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll be right back with uh, part three of the Joe Goodson interview. Y'all stick around. 100% text on till I die. He 
He's 100% Texan. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. The Fredericksburg Tea Party, along with We the People, Liberty in Action, and Kerr County Patriots, invite you to join us for Boots and Barbecue 2023, Friday, September 22nd, at the YO Hotel and Conference Center in Kerrville. TPUSA founder Charlie Kirk will be joined by special guests Congressman Chip Roy, Don Huffines of Huffines Liberty Foundation, and Rick Green, president of Patriot Academy. Great items in our silent and live auction. Get your tickets at FredericksburgTeaParty.org. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. Um, I'm going to finish up uh, something we did uh, yesterday. I I was uh, sorry about the way it all uh, didn't get into one big package, but I kind of rewound it a little bit and went through the uh, last segment of my Joe Goodson interview that we're going to be playing here in a minute. Now, how did I, uh, wh- why Joe Goodson, who is he? First of all, I read his um, article and he wrote a commentary in uh, the Texas um, scorecard. And uh, there were a couple of things that caught my attention. And one of them was that he wasn't afraid to speak. He wasn't afraid to speak out um, in that about his faith and about what he's being asked to do in the classroom and what is being promoted by national English teacher organizations. And uh, he said, I I can't stand it. I got to write something. And he submitted to the scorecard. I then went about uh, uh, running him down, uh, found him and said, I'd sure love to interview you, and uh, so we did that. And uh, so here is the end of my um, interview with Joe Goodson, and um, thy, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's roll it. Now I have two more questions before we leave. Um, the first one, I was a teenager in the 70s, and I remember being told how rotten we were. We were about the worst teenagers. We were gonna, gonna grow up and destroy the whole world. And and uh, you'd always hear, hear that th- statement: "These kids today, they got no respect. They're just on and on." Tell us how about the kids are today? How are these kids today in your senior high school? How how are the kids? Um, well, they're kids, so they're still kids. Mm-hmm. Um, many, many, many of them, and this is one huge difference between the way that your generation came up and you probably got about 10 years on me. Uh, but when we came up, it was a whole lot uh, more common to have two parents in the home. Yeah. Um, and I praise God for all of those single parents who are trying their best and doing a great job of raising their kids. But they have been a this generation is a hurting generation and and it's a broken generation and because of a lack of fatherhood it in general it's it's a generation that um that 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 really is is many in many ways just hurting so i i'd say that they're still kids i'd say that um they're pretty resilient all things considered, but I'd say that they've got a lot of strikes against them, um, primarily from the broken homes, and so few of them are churched anymore. Mm. Uh, So there's a lot of deficits that that we have with them to work um, just to start with. So, but um, I, 
I really believe that they're also a hungry generation. They, they can look at something and someone and probably tell it real from fake a lot quicker than maybe my generation could. They appreciate real, they do not appreciate artificial. Um, and so if they see a genuine person of any age, that person has an, an opportunity to build a bridge with them. Okay, um, okay, last question. I have several members of my family who are just graduating from college. Uh, I think one graduated a few years ago and has just gone into teaching, and I have another one getting ready to go into teaching. Um, what would you give, what kind of advice would you give to a brand new Christian teacher going out into the public schools these days? Well, thank you for what a question. Um, I will. I will say to them, um, you obviously didn't choose this profession because of the money, <laughs> and yep. uh, you have the the you have the appreciation of a whole lot of, of folks that um, see what you're doing, and um, you you obviously have a heart for kids. So try to preserve that through the thick and thin. Teaching is is not it's not been getting any easier. It's it's there's a lot that can overwhelm you i've seen you know people that i know and love who came out of college went into teaching and they're already out of it um in the lap you know maybe after a short while but their ideals for what they wanted to accomplish did not change but they but you can get so beat up and so worn down from the daily grind of teaching that i would just say please do yourself and everybody in, in, you know, in your classroom a favor and do not try to take on more than you can handle and just understand that you're going to have to probably be a little less idealistic about how you go about um, all of the demands that keep you from, you know, wanting to be there. So be careful with, you know, with that and, and you'll be okay, but you're going to have to I guess anybody in this teaching world, so many are leaving uh, who have been veterans and then the young people come and they get disillusioned and they leave. So we really need to just, just encourage them to try to keep a balanced life and do not take your school home with you if at all possible. Oh, great advice. I can't wait to pass that on to my nieces and nephews. Um, we have folks, we've been talking with Joe Goodson, and the reason he got my attention was for an article that he wrote at the Texas Scorecard. Um, it was published on August 21st. If you'll go to Texas Scorecard um, and scroll through the commentaries, you'll find it. Um, or just go to TexasScorecard.com and hit the little uh, magnifying glass up there and search for good G-O-O-D-S-O-N, Joe Goodson. Also, the website of this organization that he has helped put together called ConcernedChristianCitizens.org. I think this might, I think there's a lot of my listeners that are going to appreciate this website. And uh, Joe, is there anything, anything that we missed, anything that you would like to say that uh, I didn't get to? Oh, thank you so much, Mr. Long. I really appreciate the opportunity. I would just say if, if folks in any locale that are hearing this um, would like to look into forming um, a local chapter of Concerned Christian Citizens that we're 
we're preparing to branch out at, and because basically um, we, we have to have boots on the ground wherever we are and national organizations and even Texas wide organizations are support but they can't fight the battles that really are required of us in our locations and that's what we're we're about we're trying to mobilize God's people to take a stand where we need it um, for righteousness and truth if anybody's interested they can um, contact us there's a uh, an email address on the website so thank you all right, Mr. Joe Goodson, ConcernedChristianCitizens.org. Thank you so much for taking your time, and uh, we're going to keep praying for teachers, and we will certainly pray for you, Joe, and your school district and what's going on with you. And uh, maybe next time we visit, we can talk about pronouns. How does that sound? <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> All right, Joe, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. All right, there you go, the end of the Joe Goodson um, interview. And I do want to get him back on. I want to talk to him more about uh, the destruction of the English language that is going on now. And is that, a, is that a normal part of history? I know language evolves, and uh, I know the meanings of words, uh, you know, take on new meanings as time progresses. I think some of them are forced on us rather quickly, and others just kind of naturally uh, take on a new meaning. We heard the in, uh, the uh, information about the word nice uh, not too long ago, that nice actually, if you look at the history of the word nice, it is actually the opposite of what you think the word nice means. And so um, I'd like, I want to talk to him about that. So we uh, may have to get uh, Mr. Goodson on here again, but y'all stay tuned right now. We're going to take a short break, and when we get back, we're going to go into um, – Outstanding visit I had with Rick Green yesterday afternoon. Y'all stick around. He doesn't just complain into a microphone. Blah, 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 blah. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. Folks, I have on the line with me Rick Green with the Patriot Academy, which is now newly moved right into the Hill Country. And I know a lot of, uh, uh, by the way, Rick Green, welcome to the Matt Long Show. Man, always good to be with you, Matt. And of course, we're moving into the Hill Country, trying to get closer to you. Well, there you go. We appreciate it. So I know a lot of our listeners know exactly who Rick Green is and know exactly what the Patriot Academy is about. But we have, we got, I got lots of listeners, Rick, and there is very likely some out there that do not know what Patriot Academy is. In fact, recently, someone uh, asked me, they said, oh, we've got a new uh, private Christian school moving into the hill country. And I said, that's great. What's it called? And they said, Patriot Academy. And I said, well, it's not quite a K-12 school. So uh, clear up some of that confusion with us. What is Patriot Academy? Well, you know, we started it way back when I was in the Texas House two decades ago, and we designed it to be a leadership. Initially, it was a leadership program just one week out of the, out of the summer, and uh, we'd bring young people 16 to 25 into the Capitol. They get to live the life of a legislator. It's a simulation, all that good stuff, and, and essentially, you know, learn to be a good citizen. Whether they go into politics or not, you know, only about 10% uh, do, but, 
But then we started doing constitution classes and all kinds of other ways to educate citizens. And, and now we've got graduates serving in Congress and state legislatures, tons of school board members and city council and commissioner, all that. So they, there's a lot of them that are going into the political realm, but they're also going into business and education and arts and entertainment and all those things as well. So our job, Patriot Academy's job, is to equip and entertain and educate citizens to do their job to preserve the republic. We're basically filling the gap where the education system failed miserably over the last 50 years. Boy, isn't that the truth? I played an interview with an English teacher uh, today on the program, and it is just, man, it's just sad what's going on in the schools uh, these days. Tell us about this. uh, Are we calling it a campus, a new campus in the Hill Country? Yeah, you know, Matt, we've done this for, as I said, a couple of decades in state capitals around the country, and frankly got, uh, you know, just ran into all of the bureaucratic nightmares and even had some leftists trying to get us kicked out of of some state capitals and i said that's it man we're building our own place so we're we're actually not to mention i do my constitution class in the actual independence hall in philadelphia all the time and and i'm telling you you risk getting shot going to philly these days so i don't even want to go there anymore so we're basically going to rebuild it all in fredericksburg texas and and we're going to have a mock-up of independence hall monticello the rotunda of the u.s capitol i mean all these cool colonial and historical buildings but in addition, we're, we're going to do this both for families to come in for one week at a time from all over the country and have the Patriot experience. But also, we're going to have a one-year program for 18 to 25-year-olds where they can come live on campus for a year and get really grounded in biblical worldview and constitutional knowledge, jurisdictions. How do you run this government well? And, uh, and just good leadership skills and interpersonal skills, all of those things. So it's a great way for that, you know, that point in your life where you're trying to figure out what do I really believe, what do I really want to do with my life. Let them come spend a year with us. I promise you we will send you back warriors, man. They will be leaders that will take it. I mean, they, they, will, they will not be afraid to charge head on into whatever area of the culture they've been called to. And so that's what we're building in Fredericksburg. In fact, we're already – we just got the land seven months ago. We've already got – two of our big 10,000 square foot buildings up, classrooms. Uh, We've got 60,000 square feet of gun ranges because we do a a thing called constitutional defense where citizens learn how to defend themselves and their family. You want to stop these mass murder events, you got to have a sheepdog in every Walmart, every grocery store, every school, every church. I mean, that's what what stops those things. And so we're really big on, on personal defense and living out the Second Amendment. So all of that's already in place. We're doing those classes now. The one-year program, we hope to have the first one next uh, next uh, September would be our, our inaugural class. It's going to be a small group. Eventually, we'll have 300 kids a year coming on, on campus. But, man, we're having a great time. We love Fredericksburg, of course, love the Hill Country. We, we're from Dripping Springs, so we're right next door almost. But we're moving out to Fredericksburg personally as well. But the campus is going and blowing, and, and, uh, and we're, we're looking forward to, to, to hosting a lot of folks from the Hill Country area. But also, man, I'm telling you, people are coming. They're begging us <laughs> from all over the nation to come in and spend a week with us so they can take what they learn back to their communities and start restoring the Constitution there as well. Uh, folks, I have on the line with me Mr. Rick Green, and if you want to follow along with us as we visit today, you can go to patriotacademy.com, patriot. Academy. 
www.thepeopleshow.com, and there is more. In fact, I could spend the next two hours talking to you about everything that Patriot Academy has done in the past and is offering in the future. You mentioned the term entertainment early, and uh, you and um, what was that fellow's name? Brad Stein. Brad Hanger Hotel. You had you you and Angela brought us out to the Hanger Hotel. What was that seven or eight years ago, man? That's been a while. It has been, and if you recall, there was a hurricane hitting us that night. In <laughs> fact, right. it was it was a crazy night. I think that was the hurricane that took out um, uh, uh, Rockport um, or or Port Aranges or something. Um, but yeah, we have felt and the. Yet we were so resilient. We still had our hors d'oeuvres. And then we put on a great show. I remember we had really good food. I don't know what y'all, where y'all got it, or, or but it was really good. I remember that. Oh yeah, it was. It was great food. Let me tell you, Angela Smith knows how to throw a party. I don't. I'm 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 order I'm I'm ordering pizza and chicken nuggets, and Angela Smith knows how to bring it. So let's talk about your big event coming up on the 17th, and that is a Sunday night. It's going to yeah. be out at Arch Ray Resort, which, by the way, is I could probably walk there from my house that's how close it is um, and so we're definitely you're going to be right in our backyard on the 17th tell us about that and who your guests are well first of all just a great place and a great family the Baxter family there at Archray uh, just true patriots and, and and great folks so a wonderful place to have the event um, secondly we're, we're kind of doing we're kind of doing the comedy and constitution that we did seven years ago but updated of course and we're adding Kirk Cameron to the mix. So it'll be Brad Stein, myself, and Kirk Cameron. And Kirk does this really cool thing called American Campfire Revival. He's been doing this in his backyard since the COVID craziness hit. And um, and so he's kind of bringing that part of it to the show. And it'll be comedy, constitution, and revival. It's going to be a phenomenal evening, truly inspiring. It's going gonna, it's gonna to give you hope, man. I'm telling you, it'll, it'll let you know that this thing's not over. We're still fighting for this country. We're starting to win in a lot of areas around America. And uh, people will leave encouraged and definitely, as you said, entertained. I'm a big believer that you got to entertain when you're educating. If you just do the boring, memorizing dates and names like I had in history and government in high school and college, you'll sleep like I did. And so we, we make sure our programs are fun and entertaining, good music, all of that good stuff. So we're going to have a great time. It's a, uh, it's a 6 o'clock start time. And uh, if you want to, if somebody wants to sponsor, they can come to. We're gonna have a private five o'clock dinner for the sponsors to get to spend some time with with Kirk and and Brad Stein and everybody. But uh, but the show itself starts at six. It's only ten bucks a person. You can go to our website and and click the link there. And uh, we just want to have you know. And, and I'll tell you, Matt, what we really want to do. This is Constitution Day when we're doing this. So mm-hmm. September seventeenth is the birthday of our Constitution, and our goal, our dream is that after this event, that people will go start a Constitution class in their home or at their church, or at their local library, or wherever it might be. As you know, we've now got 26,000 Constitution coaches all over America using the Patriot Academy materials to teach people civics, teach them how our Constitution works. And so we want to do this celebration, Comedy Constitutional Revival, in Fredericksburg on September 17th in order to ignite a fire and have classes going all over the Hill Country in the weeks following Constitution Day. You mentioned your Constitution coaches, uh, coaches as well as, well, I don't know if you mentioned it specifically, but the Biblical Citizenship class is one of three classes that are offered if you go to PatriotAcademy.com. And Rick, I have lost count of how many times in the last two or three years that this Biblical Citizenship 
class has been offered either in Kerrville or Fredericksburg or Bernie out here in the Hill Country. In fact, um, there is a brand new one that started on Thursday night, the 7th, and um, and I, I've been announcing that every day on my program. But And so this, this, of course, is no matter how many times it gets offered in the Hill Country, Rick, they never have a hard time <laughs> filling the class, which, which uh, it doesn't surprise me, but it kind of does. Tell us about a live uh, um, uh, biblical citizenship class you have coming up. Yeah, man, I tell you, I, I, I say, I can say this with all sincerity, even as the producer of it. When, when I do, a, when I do the class myself, and we typically do a national class online uh, for eight weeks in a row, and watch the videos together, and then do Q and A. Um, even after watching it myself dozens and dozens of times, I still learn something new. And, and it's just because it's so packed full of stuff and it, it becomes very timely. And, um, so, and you got great teachers in there, Kirk Cameron and Jeremy Boring and David Barton and Tim Barton and, and Rabbi Daniel Lappin and just all of these cool people that are doing the teaching and commenting on, on these different areas. And, and we do the Constitution part in Independence Hall. So, uh, and, and frankly, I filmed that so long ago that I forgot a lot of the stuff that, that, that was taught in it by me. And so when mm -hmm. I watch the videos, I'm like, wow, I don't remember covering that. That's pretty good stuff. Anyway, it, it is, uh, it's very entertaining, very empowering. And, uh, and it's just good to come together. You know, you get courses like this, every other Constitution class in the country, good content, but it'll put you to sleep. Uh, and, and the difference here is it entertains you, but the, the secret sauce is coming together with other people to do it because that it's really I tell everybody when the video's over that's when the magic happens because you get that iron sharpening you get to discuss it you get to talk about how do we use this locally in our schools and our churches and our community and that's where the fire is that's why this thing is really taken off across the nation and as you said people do it over and over and over again because they want to bring new people and they learn something new every time so man I I, I want to encourage people to, to start one locally if they haven't done that yet or join us on Monday nights. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start on the day that the Bill of Rights was was adopted or you know um, uh, proposed by Congress in 1789. September 25th is when Congress proposed those first 12 amendments that they went out to the states. Only only 10 of them got ratified. So number three through 12 became the first 10 amendments that actually went into the Constitution. But the day that Congress um, voted for it and and approved it and 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 uh, proposed it and sent it off to the states was September 25th. And so we're going to start on the 25th on Monday nights at 7 o'clock Texas time and for eight weeks in a row spend about two hours together each Monday night. And we'll have, you know, Kirk Cameron and Brad Stein and David Barton and others join us live for, for Q&A. Uh, but people can go, go to PatriotAcademy.com if they want to join us for that live class. There you go, PatriotAcademy.com. I am still cruising around on your website here. Um, is this picture of your shooting range? Is that uh, is that right here on this campus? I have not been out there yet. I, you know, I can't remember what we have on the on the uh, on the page, but if you see the green turf, yep. that's our new ranges. That's the. It, it feels like, man. I was a baseball guy, man. I played baseball, you know, and and then you know coached my kids in baseball, and so I wanted green turf on the on the range and red dirt behind the targets so that I could have that nostalgic feeling when I walked out on the ranges. So they're beautiful, beautiful ranges. Uh, and yeah, man, we're we're up and going. We've got classes going now. Now, 
Uh, in fact, for po- folks that come to the Constitution class on September 17th, I mean the Constitution celebration on the 17th, if they want to stay over, we're going to have a class starting on the 18th out at the campus so they can uh, come take the two-day or the four-day class and, and uh, join us there. And as you know, I'm, I'm a man, I'm very passionate and a, of an advocate for everyone getting trained, especially the ladies. This is the great equalizer. 55% of our students are women. The other 45% are drugged to class by their wives. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because we guys all think we don't need it, right? Yep. Uh, but we do. We definitely do. Anyway, yeah, so they're, the classes are going now. And, uh, man, I'd love to give you a personal tour. So you got to come out, and I'll show you around. Will do. Um, I noticed that in your description of the classes that on this constitutional defense that you used, and, and I, I like this idea. You said from our, I think it's something along the lines of more secular um people or something am i getting that right yeah well and and here's the way i look at it i I think you have to you have to speak the language of the audience right and there's a lot of great people out there in america that love freedom and love liberty but they don't necessarily come from a biblical perspective like like i do and Mm -hmm. so i want to lock shields with them and team up with them to save the country just like the founding fathers did they work with people of all persuasions and so um, so we did this constitutional defense version of our Constitution class, very much focused on the Second Amendment, focused on laws of nature and nature's God, um, and not necessarily the biblical foundations. Even though the biblical foundations are there, you know, to be blunt, some people, if you start with that, they're going to say, oh, this sounds like too much religious stuff, so I'm not yep. interested. And so we we really were careful about tailoring those different versions of the class to reach more people. And uh, and not to mention, you know, listen, there's a lot of Second Amendment folks that that's their issue, man. That's all they care about. Right. And so we focused that class on. And I'm, you know, listen, I was the God and Guns guy when I was a legislator. Charlton Heston did an ad for me. I mean, I got Moses stumping for me. Back then. <laughs> uh, so I, I get it. But the second, so with the, so that class is very focused on the Second Amendment. And I think people will be shocked at the history on the Second Amendment. Uh, it will really make them proud to be an American and, and proud to exercise their Second Amendment rights. So we've got this event coming up on the 17th. We're about out of time here. And the uh, you can go to patriotacademy.com. This is Rick Green, who I've been talking to. Welcome him and his family to the Hill Country. And you have more than just uh, one or two kids. How many kids do you guys have? We got we got four kids uh, all grown now and and they're all kind of they're part of the part of the family business if you will out there trying to save the constitution and uh, and three grandkids so man okay. I got a lot more gray hair I got less hair than I had when when we did the comedy and constitution there seven years ago but uh, it's great it's more gray and very quickly I have to say um, you are also going to be part of our Fredericksburg Tea Party annual boots and barbecue event yes on uh september 22nd that's a friday night and um i'm really not sure what your role is going to be that night but i am very excited that you're going to be a part of that evening and uh, so you got two things folks to get engaged with rick green go to patriotacademy.com get your tickets for the event on the 17th hey let me tell you it is ten dollars and and by the way when we had brad stein before you know, comedy comedians these days have such a bad reputation, Rick, that I literally had to say, all right, there's going to be a comedian there, but he's a Christian. You can bring your grandmother and your kids, That's and right. nobody's going to be embarrassed. In fact, you might learn a couple of new dad jokes. So <laughs> it is, uh, but all of this is coming up, his constitutional uh, defense course, the, uh, I guess there's more than we can shake a stick at right here, but we're looking forward to 
seeing you on the 17th. Um, any last, any final words to close us up, Rick? Well, I just want to say thanks, Matt. Man, I, I mean, you've stayed on the front lines fighting for our freedom through thick and thin. We've had some victories. We've had a lot of losses, and we, you know, we stay in the fight, and, and you've been just a steady hand. So I appreciate all that you're doing. Thanks for giving me a chance to talk about what we're doing. I believe the Hill Country is the place to put our stake in the ground. This is where we're going to defend liberty and revive liberty and then export it to, around the rest of the country. And uh, so I'm thrilled to, to be building this campus in Fredericksburg and, and making this our home and where we're going to finish strong for the next 50 years, bro. Thank you again, Rick. Really appreciate it. God bless. Fighting the good fight. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriots. Right, we are back. It is Friday. You're listening to the Matt Long Show. The traffic is already picking up, and the tourists are pouring into town. So, for crying out loud, be nice to the tourists. You know, my mom is going to be down here um, on Sunday, and um, I feel kind of bad. She said something about uh, we're, we're, we've got a uh, memorial service uh, Sunday afternoon in Marble Falls, and and uh, so. She said, well, I'm going to come down early and eat at uh, the um, uh, Blue Bonnet Cafe. And my first reaction was, and I feel bad, Mom, I know you're listening now. My first reaction was, oh, it's always so crowded in a Sunday. You want to eat there? And I thought about it. And so, yeah, I'm going to go early. We're going to we're going to eat at the the uh, the Blue Bonnet Cafe and. And uh, on Sunday, whether we have to wait in line or not, we're going to get there early. And, uh, Mom, that is, uh, they got great pie there. Um, and so we're looking forward uh, to that on Sunday. But my point is, be nice to the tourists because my mom is going to be one of them. Even though she's not being a tourist, she's going to be traveling in the hill country. So be nice to all of them. And that way, if you run across my mom, just by default, you will be nice to her. So there you go. A uh, little update on the Paxton trial. I had a friend call me yesterday and said, Matt, I couldn't listen today. So I need a, a personal update on the Paxton trial, which I was happy to give to Carly because I know he if, he if he couldn't listen, then something was very, very important going on. And so I very happily gave uh, um, Carly, uh, a personal update on the Paxton trial. I did not watch as much yesterday. You heard uh, a result of part of what I was doing yesterday was recording Rick Green. I had other errands to run and things to do, cats to kill. And so it was, um, I got in uh, later in the afternoon. I think I got about the last three hours in of it. And one of the things I have noticed is it reminds me a lot of watching one of these uh, court procedural shows on TV. Um, and, and here's why I say that. When the prosecution is up there making their case and uh, talking to their uh, witnesses on the stand, as they go on, you keep going, oh, man, they have got him nailed. Oh, this is terrible. They've got Paxton nailed to the wall. And you think, oh, there's no way this is going to, oh, man, Paxton's going down. And then the defense gets up. And about two minutes into the fence, you go, into the defense, you go, oh, man, this defense is really good. This is all bogus. It's all, there's nothing really happening here. And, 
and you, you, you get up. It's like, oh, wow, this, and, and so you're on the side of the defense and then the, uh, uh, what do they call it? You got the the examination, the cross examination, and then the recross, and uh, then the uh, the, uh, the uh, offense, the uh, prosecution comes back up there, and uh, they start in, and you go, and you're back to oh man, the prosecution, they've got this nailed. So it's kind of interesting that um, these guys, these attorneys, are good. And um, I really like uh, one of the defense attorneys, uh, Mr. Little. Uh, they've used two different attorneys now to cross-examine, and the uh, prosecution really has only used one attorney so far in this process. So that's the report. Um, one side, you listen to one side's presentation, and you buy it. And then you listen to the other side, and you buy it. And then you go back, and it's like, wait a minute. So I think every senator in there needs prayers so that they know where um, and, and that they apply their wisdom to what's going on. And uh, so that's my latest update. You can watch it live every day. Let me see. I'm over there now. The best way to get it is to go to TLO, that is Texas Legislature Online. The uh, address is capital. That's capital with an O, capital.texas.gov. And gov also has an O in it. Um, and, uh, there in, uh, depending on how your, your, uh, browser is set up either in around the middle of that screen or off to the right hand side is going to be a bluish gray box. And at the top, it says that it says, uh, broadcast Senate, you click Senate. It's going to take you to the Senate broadcast, uh, the Senate page where you click another button that says to begin your broadcast, and then that will take you to another window. Yes, it'll open up a new window, and as it loads the live stream coming in from the Capitol, there will be another play button. And uh, so that will get you on there. Right now, there is absolutely nothing going on. There is a live shot of the, uh, the light board and all it says is court of impeachment. Now, I don't know what happened at 9, uh, but they were to reconvene at 9. There may have been, uh, who knows, what happened between 9 and 9.45 when I checked into it. They either started and stopped, or they haven't started yet. Uh, so, But uh, we'll stay tuned in on that, and um, I think you need to tune in at least once uh, while this is going on and pay attention to that. All right, it's Friday. I've got um, I've got right in front of me the Founder's Bible, the New American Standard Bible, um, that is uh, chucked full of amazing articles um, and pieces of interest that go along with very different uh, part uh, with different parts of the Bible. And so, along with Isaiah thirty three and twenty two, where the Scripture says, "For the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, the Lord is our king." He will save us. When the prophet Isaiah wrote that, he identified three functions necessary for healthy governance. Those of the judicial, legislative, and executive. Because God is perfect, just, and without sinful motivations, he is capable of performing all three functions by himself. But this is not true for flawed humanity. While mankind definitely needs these three functions in order to have good government, history repeatedly demonstrates 
that when all three become merged under a single human head, it results in dictatorships, emperorships, monarchies, theocracies, uh, regularly producing despotism, despotism, and tyranny. Um, understanding this consistent lesson of history, Bible-oriented political philosophers therefore asserted the necessity of separating the three powers of government one from another. A leading voice who helped shape America's thinking in this area was the French philosopher Charles de Montesquieu, the most frequently cited individual during the American founding. Montesquieu affirmed that the Bible must be the basis of any enduring government. By the way, just my own line in here, remember he was French. (laughs) So there you go. The Christian religion, which ordains that men should love each other, would without doubt have every nation blessed with the best civil, the best political laws, because these, next to this religion, are the greatest good that man can give and receive. He made it, he made clear that the three functions of government must be kept separate, explaining that when the legislative and executive powers are united in the same person, there can be no liberty because the apprehensions may arise lest the same monarch or senate should enact tyrannical laws to execute them in a tyrannical manner. Again, there is no liberty if the power of judging be not separated from the legislative and executive powers. Were it joined with the legislative, the life and liberty of the subject would be exposed to arbitrary control for the judge would then be the legislature. Man, did he predict the future on that one. Man, that is where we have all these Supreme Court decisions that decide upon marriage and abortion and and education and all kinds of things. Man, Montesquieu, man, he was right on, wasn't he? He was right on on that prediction. Back to the reading. The separation of powers theory is rooted in the biblical concept of Jeremiah 17 and 9, that man naturally tends toward degeneracy and corruption. The Founding Fathers used this specific verse as the impetus to separate the three branches of government that had been listed in Isaiah 33:22, and to provide checks and balances between them. With power thus divided, if one branch became wicked, the others might still remain righteous and perhaps be able to check the wayward influence of the corrupted one. The Founders clearly understood that in our form of government, Securing the liberties of the people was dependent on maintaining a separation of powers between the three function of three functions of government. As Samuel Adams affirmed, in all good governments, the legislative, executive, and judiciary powers are confined within their limits of their respective departments. James Madison even agreed the preservation of a free government, not requires not merely that the meets and bounds which separate in each department of power be universally maintained, but more especially that neither of them be suffered to overlap the great barrier which defends the rights of the people. The rulers who are guilty of such an encroachment exceed the commission from which they derived their authority 
they and our tyrants it was essential that our it was essential that our government have separate judicial legislative and executive functions and that each be confined to its own sphere of action thus the legislative branch made laws the judicial branch interpreted them and the executive branch enforced them the three separate governments of government enshrined in our Constitution are yet another of its many aspects with biblical roots. We'll see you all on Monday. Be nice to the tourists. <laughs>